Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Let's Get Visible show. Today I'm really excited because I have an amazing guest. I have Olivia Morocco. Now Olivia is the founder and editor-in-chief of Brand You magazine, which is a bi-monthly online magazine and a printed magazine um, that you can subscribe to and it is about empowering female entrepreneurs and professionals to build and amplify their personal brands. Now I'm going to be talking in this interview to Olivia all about her journey into building the magazine and why. It's a really interesting story behind it. We delve into editorial and why it's important and how you can pull together a piece of great editorial that gets noticed by an editor-in-chief and will get you included or more likely get you included into a magazine, not just this one, but any magazine because PR is really, really important. We talk about business. We talk about the ups and the downs and how you have to overcome certain challenges along the way. And Olivia gives some great insights into this, um, which I think you can take into whatever area of business that you have. Um, We talk about sales and we talk about how we both have had to overcome maybe a fear of sales. We talk about mindset and confidence. Um, We talk about business and building a business and maybe sometimes that done is better than perfect as well. There is so much in this that you're going to love. Um, So I'm going to delve right in and introduce you now to Olivia. So let's say hello. So welcome, Olivia. Welcome to my podcast. It's really lovely to have you here with me today. Um, But for everybody listening, obviously, I've given a little bit of an introduction, but I'd love you to give a short introduction yourself. Yeah, well, hi, Janine. First of all, thank you for inviting me on your podcast and uh, and giving me the opportunity to uh, yeah talk to your community and your audience. And so my name is Olivia Marocco, and I am the founder and editor-in-chief of Brand New Magazine which is a magazine dedicated um, to all female entrepreneurs, really, where we talk about brand, business and lifestyle. I absolutely love that. And I absolutely love it for two reasons. One, I think it is the only magazine in the industry like that. And two, it aligns with everything I deliver to my clients as well. Um, And I came across your magazine probably a year or so ago. But I think, am I right? Was it launched in 2021? Yes, that's right. Yes. In May 2021. So we're about to reach our third year. And I've watched it grow. And I'm going to go into lots more detail about this. There's so much I could say at this point, but then I'm going to take us away from all the things I want to ask you. So what I'd love to talk about, first of all, is obviously how did it turn into come from an idea into reality? What inspired you to actually launch this magazine? Okay, so well, um, so we've got to go back three years ago. Um, So prior to launching Brand New Magazine, I was a photographer for 20 years. So I do not come from a publishing background, but I do come from a creative background. Mm -hmm. And, um, and definitely, I've always been somebody motivated by passion. And um, so to cut a long story short, because it is a long story. um, I knew this is pre-COVID. I knew that my 20 years journey as a photographer was kind of coming to an end. Um, And I felt deeply that I needed something else in my life. I needed a new challenge, a new path. 
And then, so towards the last couple of years, I was dabbing into brand photography here in the UK. So through that, I was networking quite a lot. I was starting to meet lots of wonderful entrepreneurs, male yeah. and female, and uh, and started to yeah listen to their stories and listen to their journeys. And I think I've always been fascinated by um, how does anybody, you know, not only launch a business, but grow a business. And then it kind of dawned on me that um, there were some really fascinating stories out there that um, weren't being told. So through networking, I then met this wonderful woman. She was a brand designer and uh, we became friends. And then we started, this is pre-COVID, before we even mm -hmm. knew COVID was going to happen. Yeah. Um, we were starting to think of what, you know, we should create a group. We should create something all brand relating where, you know, she could come in from a brand design perspective, I could come in from a brand photography. And, and so we launched a Facebook group uh, called Brand You 2020. Mm -hmm. We opened it literally a few months before COVID. And um, so we we had sort of two sections to this group. One is I was organizing like a chat show. It was a weekly chat show on Zoom, like pretty much what everybody's doing now, but at yes. the time it wasn't done that much. And I would invite a business owner to come and talk about their business and to share their you know, expertise and stuff like that. And then my friend would then more sort of look after the Facebook group and the community. And, um, and then COVID happened. Yeah. And then obviously we all remember everybody kind of went into a bit of a panic and, you know, how, how do I pivot my business? How do I change? How do I make money? And so the group grew quite quickly. And, um, and that's where I started to see maybe there was a potential there as far as a business started to maybe develop in my head. Going, yeah. oh, this is interesting. Um, and then so we did this for a few months and I was in the background starting to think, okay, how can I, you know, turn this into from an idea to a business? How can I monetize it? And what's going to be the value that we're going to bring? And, and then so my head was just like buzzing with ideas yeah and maybe six months down the line my friend unfortunately you know she had her own business that she yeah. had to keep going she had a husband she had three kids she had two dogs and five chickens and so <laughs> and I because my photography all my photography had obviously stopped so I was a free agent and she wasn't so we um we decided to part ways a few months down the line because she just couldn't give the the time that it needed to develop this yeah. new idea and then so then I took a few months off, uh, maybe had a good old cry because I thought, oh, no, you know, back to square one. And then bit by bit, I started to realize, well, I actually really like the idea of showcasing these people's stories. That's really where it started. And um, but I knew I needed a, a, a creative outlet. I'm a very creative person. Mm -hmm. So I can't exactly remember that moment, exact moment where the idea of a magazine came into my head, but it did. And I was like, well, actually, yeah, this could be, this could work. So then from there, I did a bit of research, market research. Mm -hmm. um, I had a look at what was out there already in the, uh, in the media world and in the, uh, in the industry. Um, not much, really, to be honest, and not much where I felt as a female entrepreneur represented. Um, no, I couldn't totally get you to fit. There's a lot of business magazines. Yeah but not in the female entrepreneur or even the, the um, focus on branding as in personal branding and personal branding in business. I've not come across anything like it. No, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, you could walk to any WH Smith today and look in the business section, magazine mm. section. And yes, so you'll you'll see celebrities on the cover or multi-millionaires or billionaires, yeah. but nowhere that really represents uh, 
me as a female entrepreneurs and 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 what I go through every day in my business yes, yes. so that's where really where I was like well actually let me um then I became it became a mission mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to change that I want to change that narrative and I want to create a magazine that's uh that's gonna uh take that place that gap in the market um yeah and you've done that and you've done that so well because if anybody hasn't seen the magazine you can obviously subscribe but you can also have an online edition of it so you can get the good old-fashioned printed version which i still love to read as well as an online version and i would recommend anybody goes on and 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 has a look because i think you can probably get a flavor of it anyway can't you without subscribing yeah i mean you can buy individual issues uh, from the shop or you can yeah 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 the the thing is with it is it's informative um it's not filled with i'm going to be honest some magazines you buy now are just filled with advert upon advert upon advert whereas yours has really got great editorial in it that i want to read whenever it comes out as well um but it's also a really good it's a quality magazine it feels quality as well so well done you especially i i appreciate all of your experience as we know in person through personal branding has led to what you do now however it's no mean feat to take on and become an editor-in-chief of your own magazine and produce something to the quality that you do in the short space of time that you have so i think that's a real accolade to yourself from that point of view um but how did you find the becoming the editor part of it and navigating your way around having worked in media and newspapers myself years ago I know that there's a lot to learn in that was that a steep learning curve for you at that point as well yeah I mean to be honest you know you don't build a magazine in five minutes and you absolutely don't and like I said I do not come from a publishing background so I had to uh to do it in steps and I had to allow myself the time I needed to learn and to progress now I've always been a self-learner kind of person like I I did a 20-year photography career I've never studied photography I learned on the job I guess that's um that's something like (laughs) I'm like that I learned everybody's different aren't they I think that shows to people there are ways to learn different ways to learn for everybody yeah but, you know, we are just three years old and I didn't build brand new to be a five minute wonder. So uh, with that, I knew that I needed time to evolve, time to understand what is it that I'm trying to actually achieve with this magazine, time to um, uh, to work on my content, to work on the quality, to work on the design. I needed time to figure out, yeah, where am I going to print this magazine? What's the quality of my paper going to be like? And I've done lots of trials and error. And if you've been a subscriber since the beginning, you would have seen many different types of paper come through your hands. But <laughs> I, yeah, and different thickness. Yeah, and, I can imagine. But, everything, uh, everything. There's a, there's a lesson there in itself for anybody yeah. in entrepreneurship, isn't there, or going into business in what you've said there? Because everybody starts out and everybody learns and evolves and grows and things change. And then you look back three years later to what you did when you started. And actually for yourself, we all have it. We have those moments going, oh my God, did I really do that? Was that what I put out? Is that what I did? But that was right at that time. And things then evolve and change and we all progress. So I think that's such a good lesson there for anybody. Yeah. I've kind of taken these last three years as my university years. Yeah. and it's been hard work, you know, every issue, every edition, I'm looking at, okay, how can I better it? How can, so it could be 
on a design level, you know, um, when you start, especially in the creative world, I think um, when you start something from the, from the beginning, yeah, you always tend to overdo things because <laughs> you don't have a trained eye. Yeah. You, yeah. you must relate to that. So, <laughs> uh, and I found that you know, I've done all sorts. I, I did the um, architecture, yeah, studies. Yeah. Uh, I've done sculptures, I've done painting. I've done so many different arts. Um, photography and, and and now design and I always yeah felt that when you are novice at something you tend to overdo it and you need time to, for the eye to be trained and for a certain type of finesse to come into your work yeah I'm laughing here because you remind me of somebody let loose on Canva you, you know me if somebody's yeah. let loose on Canva when they first get it and you introduce them to it they start producing things a bit like your child would when you cut when you send them to nursery and they get given stickers and a book and everything has to go on it doesn't it yeah. it's like that in a grown-up version oh, absolutely but this is this is where you need to but then you need to be conscious of that and I think Having yeah. worked in a creative world for the, you know, I'm reaching 50 now for almost 30 years. Yeah. I knew that. So I, I knew that my first editions um, was a little bit too over the top and I needed to give myself that time to progress in the design element and, um, and also trying to find my identity, brand use identity yeah. Yeah. that. And, and over the last three years, it's changed quite a lot. So it started yeah. to be very, very colorful and, and now I'm starting to sort of reduce that and be a bit more in the finesse thing. And mm. so it's all about um, giving yourself the time to learn. At the, at the end of the day, I don't have a boss behind me. I don't have a, an enormous publishing company putting pressure on me. I give myself the time that I need to develop the magazine the way I wanted to. And it's been an incredible journey for me personally as a, as a creative mm but also as a businesswoman. Um, and so how do you find the motivation? Because I know in business, that's a lot of people, We, you know, the motivation is there to begin with. But I always think after a while, it's like anything, isn't it? People start on a fitness journey, a diet or anything, motivation yeah. wanes. And as we know in business, that, you know, you can have your ups and your downs too. How do you keep your motivation going? Or is it the passion for it that keeps you driving through the difficult times? Yeah, I mean, I guess passion is a big thing. And I've always been a, a passion driven person. Uh, really, I've always have possibly that could have brought some positive and negative in my life. Yeah, it's never yeah. been a, a, a straight positive line everywhere. But I've always been driven by passion. I do have my bad days. I have my days when I just want to crawl in bed and cry and going, well, what have I done? And, you know, can I really pull this off? Can I do it? Because I don't think I've created a small business. I think I often say, I think I've created a monster here because I can see the enormous potential that the brand has. So not, can I. Not just the magazine, but the brand. And mm. But there's only, at the moment, me. Mm. So there's lots of restrictions and lack of resources. It could be lack of finance and so on. So you want to, yeah. you know, you, you can see the vision. But Keeping the motivation, I really enjoy what I do, but I really believe in it. I believe that there is huge potential and that is what makes me get up in the morning. Plus, um, yeah, plus I really enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. the interaction. I enjoy the people I'm meeting. Um, I'm learning as much as my readers, you know, when all this content comes back, I feel like I'm learning as much as they are about business and about all mm -hmm. the various topics that comes into the magazine. So um so yeah I guess passion drive yeah and 
and I think believe it on like in in the core of my of my being I know that there's real potential with this business I think they always say don't they it never feels when you're doing something you love it never feels like a day's work and I know I feel like that and I think that's what you're saying from your point of view as well with this and I can feel that passion that comes from you within the magazine as well and obviously spoken to you a few times about it as well but um so tell me what have been have there been any struggles because there are struggles in any business when we sell what was the sort of biggest hurdle you think you had to overcome uh there, there's always hurdles um i don't think any business never has hurdles mm-hmm. i guess um where i've had for me personally as a um my biggest hurdle was um uh, going from being a photographer to now being the publisher of a magazine it's a very different business model yeah photography I had to do lots of wonderful pretty photos and my clients will look at my photos and they pretty much would have decided this is it I'm working with you yeah um I hardly had to sell myself yeah <laughs> so I mean yeah. uh, a, a lovely website some good you know good prices but cool. I, I knew my targeted audience but they would uh it, it would be always be a bit of an easy sell and I did really well uh, I was quite a successful photographer yeah this is a completely different business model. Um, I'm now looking at more of a much larger scale, you know, uh, clients. So I guess the biggest hurdle for me is possibly the commercial side of things. Mm-hmm. So designing a magazine is easy, in a, you know, in retrospect. Um, it's fun. That's the fun part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, especially for creative, that's yeah. the bit, like, I could just be hiding myself away in my office in my pajamas designing all day I'm a happy being mm-hmm. taking the business uh, on the commercial side um, that's been a challenge because I've had to learn I've had to make certain judge call you know um, as well and sometimes maybe underselling certain things yeah. and and going damn you know uh, or, or not believing yet that it's worth that much the whole mindset so, thing comes into yes. it with everybody, so, doesn't it, in these things yeah. too. So I guess that's probably where I'm, str- where I've struggled and still struggle. And ultimately, I'm not a commercial, I'm not a salesperson. So yeah. that's always going to be a struggle. And hopefully, someday, somebody will come into the business and maybe look after that side of things. Because, uh, yeah, I would say that's my biggest, biggest hurdle. Your biggest hurdle overcoming. Yeah. I hear a lot, a lot of that from people about the sales side of things. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot we could talk about on that, isn't there? Because selling shouldn't really feel like selling. But unfortunately, yeah. a lot of us have got kind of that unconscious bias feeling back of the day of, um, you know, double glazing salesmen and being sold to in a very heavy handed way that we've taken forward with us. Um, and actually selling today isn't about that, is it at no. all? And if people want what you've got, then why shouldn't you be telling them how amazing whatever it is you're doing when you're listening to us or what either of us do, you know, we can tell people what we do. And, you know, those people then have a choice whether they choose to read your publication, to work with you, to work with me or whatever we choose to do. Um, but selling, we shouldn't be frightened of, but I totally get you. I think it's been, even with my background in marketing and events and branding, selling has still been my biggest 
obstacle of not wanting to come across as that pushy pushy person and i hear that so often from people but so moving on what has been one of the most you know what's been the most impactful moment most surprising moment that you've had in it all because you have some amazing people obviously that feature and write for your magazine how did that come about uh, well, I always, I do believe that if you don't ask, you don't get. True. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, I don't just sort of, the, the, yeah, sorry, stop, stop being, there's a bit of a, you know, the work that's been done over the last three years has also, you know, I've, I've, I've concentrated quite a lot on building the reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, on social media and, and building the visibility and the credibility of the magazine has been something I've worked quite hard over the last three years. And that's what I'm saying with each edition, I try to do better than the last one. And I'm not saying that the guests are better than the last one. I'm trying to do better in, um, in the content I'm bringing the the Mm -hmm. quality, the information. So, um, with each edition, I try to set myself a bit of a challenge going, okay, who can I have on my cover for this one? Mm-hmm. And then I do, so obviously I do a lot of research. I have ge- generic themes of what each edition is going to be focused on. Mm-hmm. So then I then go and find, trying to find the right cover. And I guess once you first get a yes from a guest that you think, oh, she'll never come into my magazine, mm-hmm. you know, and that she says, yes, then that boosts your confidence. And yeah. then so that by the next one, you can showcase, well, hold on, this person was on my cover. Are you interested? And then you just keep going um, yeah. like this. So I guess one of the most surprising, it's always surprising when somebody says yes to come on my cover. It's like, oh. <laughs> Isn't that funny how you still feel like that? It doesn't matter, yeah. does it? Um, but I've also th- learned something is like, you know, you, you can be so impressed by people, by what you see online, you know, whether they're a celebrity or they're really high level business mm. person. And, and, you know, you can feel, oh, God, they'll never come into my magazine. Who am I? You know, I'm not Vogue. I'm not Forbes. I'm not. And then but then in the back of me, it's like, well, if you don't ask, you don't get. Okay. And, um, so I just literally asked and said, you want to be on my cover? And uh, and they've said yes. And it's been uh it's been great because what they also these women don't realize they're doing is they are helping me to or they are going to help me to achieve other goals and by having these women on the cover um yeah it's helping me to elevate brand you as well and and opening other doors for future projects that are going on in the background so um so yeah it's it's always um I always do a little happy dance when I get my cover confirmed. <laughs> I actually think you do. And so that people, the listeners can understand, give them a flavour of some of the people who write for you on a regular basis. So I think some of the most well-known will probably be Lisa Johnson yeah. and, and Danny Wallace, mm-hmm. uh, the um, Queen Bee. So again, to so Lisa Johnson, I had actually invited her to be my main uh, feature in uh, edition 17 um, at the time. So the first year of Brand You, the cover were illustrations. Right. Source uh, creative illustrations, always of a woman, mm-hmm. but they were, they were different type of art forms on the cover. Yeah. So, uh, and Lisa, I contacted Lisa back then. So this is uh, where the beginning, um, I said, you want to be my, my main story. And uh, so I, I had a, a contact with her then. And then maybe a year later, I contacted her again. I said, hi, you said, you know, you sure you've seen the magazines evolve quite a lot in, in one year. 
I said, I'm looking to um, add some more interesting content. Would you like to be a columnist? And um, and what I love about Lisa is like, you just get a straight answer. <laughs> but right. with seconds it's like and she went yes would love to I was like great thank you very much and then um further down the line I was like so you, you know that we talk about business as a whole but the big focus is very much about brand yeah. visibility um so I was like well it'd be great if I could have somebody that um that is um an expert in public speaking because mm-hmm. that's all about visibility so then obviously you know watching Danny grow her own brand I was like, well, it made sense for, to ask Danny to come in and, yeah. and also to make the cover because uh, she's got quite um, a strong story and powerful and inspiring yeah. story. So I asked her, do you want to, first of all, do you want to be on my cover? And she said, yes. Um, and then after that, I said, do you want to be a columnist? And she said, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and you have regular feature writers, don't you? And then you have guests who come in and yeah. um, and you feature on a monthly basis. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah. There's different types. Of, I mean, I've always wanted with Brand You. I never want it to become a magazine that is unreachable to small business, you know, small no. businesses. Uh, or you'd have to. So what I'm trying to do with the magazine is to have um certain type of articles that yes it's i invite the guests so yes. that so that we've got some key interviews in each section of the magazine so yeah. a key brand a key business and a key lifestyle so these are the ones that i go and source because they're yeah. i would just call it my celebrity columns and yeah. I, I need to have these big businesses to come into the magazine yeah. and then then i have spaces for lots of different types of experts to come in whether in yeah. brand or business to come in, share their expertise. We've got the fanpreneur article as well. Yeah. So um, for uh, for women to come and share their personal story, it could be anything about uh, writing and launching a book. It could be about all sorts of things that they do within their business. So I want to be able to, within the whole magazine, to have various opportunities for businesses at different level or at different stages of their journeys to be able to come to the magazine no nobody is not welcome in the magazine you see what I mean? yeah absolutely and there is i'll put a link in the show notes to this as well of how people obviously can connect with you which we'll come to a, a, a bit later but also about how they can put forward and apply to be featured in the magazine as well because um, like you said, it's not out of reach for people at all. And, you know, I think PR... Become... It is competitive. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, so as much as I want to feature everybody, there's only so many spaces. So you, Well, you... true. Uh, so there has to be some... That's my point. There has to be a thought yeah. process that goes in behind it. But I think there does with any PR that anybody sends out. For, and you know now from an, an editorial point of view, um, an editorial piece is not a promotional piece. It's not an advert. Um, it needs to be a newsworthy story that people want to read about. Um, so you have to think all those things through before you can be, You're probably before you're going to be featured anywhere, unless you're paying for space, I would say. Would you agree yeah. with that? Absolutely, yes. You've you got to think whether you're it's applying to brand you or any other magazine mm-hmm. Uh, pitching to journalists you know you've really got to think through what is it that you want to write about what's the story that you want to share but also and especially in the business magazine because if you want to if you want to share your story or like a very personal story and you want that published in a you know in a, in a health and wellness magazine or something mm-hmm. like that and it's very your personal story then mm-hmm need a catch you need what's you know how are you going to grab the attention of the journalist or or the editor of that magazine Mm. 
for me, I'm a business focused magazine. So again, you need to really think about uh, not only the quality of your of your proposition, but you've got to think that I need to know how is that going to help my readers. Mm -hmm. So if you you need to think about what would the readers get from your story? What's the uh, outcome? What how do you want to leave my readers feeling? Do you want to do you want them to feel inspired? Do you want them to feel a bit um, yeah motivated? Do you want them to learn something specific? You know what? Um, so on one hand, you've got to showcase your expertise, and and this is visibility on your brand and, and business. But on the other hand, you've got to think that the editors out there thinking. Are my readers going to enjoy this story? Do you know? Totally. I mean, what I remember as well, the editor doesn't know you. They don't know you at all. So just hopping into their inbox and would you like to feature me is not going to get them to open up anything from you. Um, what would you say, just as a tip for people, because you must, like you said, you probably get a lot of these come through. What makes something stand out to you? against something and let's be honest that probably doesn't that you go no mm, that's just put aside straight away uh i think sometimes i do feel a bit and i keep saying it uh, quite a lot but it's a bit frustrating when especially when they reply where they they don't give you the information that you've asked for so that's a bit um, so you know in my application i do say make sure you tell me your topic what you're going to talk about what are my my readers going to learn from you um and so when they don't answer then that's a little bit um disappointing Exciting. yeah also when they unfortunately don't offer a topic that offers a different unique view on something yeah so you know instead of um of saying well oh, i want to um apply and I want to share about why it is important to have a good solid brand foundation mm. for your business as far as I'm concerned is I've read this millions of times mm. what what new angle can you bring to this mm. or in your description give me a clue that you're going to maybe look at it with a, f a fresh angle or yeah. or you're going to add something new to the equation and I think um I think a lot of the requests that I get, I think are more ego-based um, than real thought-through applications. I'm not saying all of them, but it's more, get, oh, I want to be featured in Brand You. Yeah. Um, but it's like, oh, yeah, how to have a good brand foundation for your business. I learned something years ago, actually. So what? Who cares? And that wasn't that was what I was taught. Like, you've got to think of it like that. So what? Who cares? Because it, because with that, you can, you know, if you can find these things out generally, I mean, you could argue you can find anything out if you dig deep. But what makes it different is your opinion on things. It's like in your personal ground or your business. What makes you stand out from all the people who do the same as you is you and your opinion and how you do it. But unfortunately, I think a lot of people do still try and blend in because that feels safer. Well, they stay at the, what I would say, at the sort of top level of a subject and they don't go deep in, enough into totally. it. Um, yeah. And so that's that's a bit disappointing because that's definitely something I might just go, okay, yeah. well, because you, you haven't excited me in any way. Yeah. I'm not so saying- there you go, there's your tip, you need to excite Olivia. Yeah, excite me. I mean, <laughs> you don't need to reinvent. I mean, there's, you know, if, if you're coming in with a, uh, a real educational mm -hmm. article, 
like your five tips on how to do this and six tips on how to do that. I'm not asking you to reinvent the wheel, but um, you can also add something a bit more exciting to that. But if you're coming in um, with an opinion piece, for example, then give me a real opinion that's going to surprise us. Like, wow, I've never thought about this that way. You know, I need to keep my readers entertained. And if I keep bringing topics that are always a bit the same, then, you know, I'm going to lose a lot of readers. So yeah, like you're saying, if you have a strong opinion about something within your industry or within your, the way you work or, or, or then think about it. It's like doing a TEDx talks, you know, if you're just going to do, apply to do a TEDx talk and say, you know, how important is having brand foundation for your business? They'll probably go, well, well but then yeah. if you go, uh, you know, well, you know, I have found that one method, that one unique method that stands yeah. out from everything else about building the foundation of your yeah. brand, then you might go, oh, well, actually, I'm intrigued. What's that? What's that yeah. one method? What's what that? Is, that thing? <laughs> is it your spin on it? And yeah. I think if anybody listening is thinking, well, my business isn't about what we're discussing today, which is obviously branding. I mean, everybody has branding in their business. However, if you're writing an editorial piece, whatever it is, the advice we've just been, you've been given here by Olivia and by myself stands in any piece that you're writing and you're going to submit to any publication. They will do the same thing. You are not the only person who is writing into them on a daily basis. Editors' inboxes are filled with people who want to be in their magazines. So you have to stand out. And to, to kind of close that subject, also think about the imagery that you send as well, because I know that sometimes people cannot be featured because of the images that they send are not good enough quality therefore certain publications just won't then even feature you yeah it's really important extremely important i mean you know the the, the look and feel of a magazine is as important as content as well yeah. so yeah. if there's bad photography it just yeah. doesn't look good for your business i mean it costs nothing well it costs nothing it it doesn't have to cost a lot of money to go and have a little you know a little shoot of a, even an hour and get some really lovely headshots um that and that also goes you know if you want to be invited to speak on panels and yeah. you know i get i do get frustrated i mean it's very rare now most people have tend to have you know enough photography but i just i still do get people sending me photos that i'm like oh this is um, and I get people ask me do I really need it do I need it yet and I'd say yes invest in it because it's not the only thing but it's one of the things that's going to elevate your brand quicker than anything else for visually and mm -hmm. you know raise your visibility and your identity and put your stamp of who you are so don't look at it as an expense look at it as an investment into your business it's, it's for me it's a big must and when I work with my clients I will steer them down that route every single time so um tell me about the future aspirations then for uh for it and what have you got coming up is there anything you can talk about that's coming up Ooh, top secret um so well the aspiration is uh is uh, there's quite a few things going i mean there's there's still a lot and a lot of work that i need to do within inside the business mm -hmm. and lots of areas that need you know improving that needs more more work but um i think the key thing that i want to try and achieve for this year is a stronger sense of community um so there will be some in-person events coming in this year mm -hmm. uh, i'm not quite sure when this podcast coming up <laughs> but um 
there will be some in-person events and so watch out for those because I think they're going to be uh, quite spectacular as well as uh, enormous. I don't think I know they are, guys. <laughs> I've got a little bit of an insight. I can't say too much either, but yes, you need to keep watching. I will let you know as soon as I know as well, but yeah, so... um, you need to watch out for that. Yeah, watch out for those. And then at some point this year, also, I'm going to, uh, I want to launch more of an on online community, online networking, because in, in person event is great, but um, uh, there's a geographical limitation as well. So, um, so Brand You Connect is going to be our online networking um, uh, events that are going to be launching uh, in a few months as well. And then, and what so community would you like to build on that? What would you? Well, because at the moment, you know, I have a lot of people in my community, whether you're a reader or a contributor or you're just somebody hovering around my brand because you're just enjoying the, the energy of it. Um, I have a lot of people and what I'm not offering them at the moment is a space where they can actually be properly. Yeah, connect. true. Um, so the brand you online connect will be um, it'll be a monthly online where obviously I'll keep to the, the general idea of brand you bringing mm. guests, bringing speakers and trying mm. to make um that hour or hour and a half exciting yeah. but yeah. the idea is to, yeah to bring a, a, to allow a space for everybody to connect and and build relationships and and, and so on so that's going to be launching soon and then the in-person events so really this year is about connection and events that's going to be my focus of this year and obviously keep going with the magazine oh um, my goodness you've got a lot on yeah. <laughs> um, from a personal branding point of view, obviously you've been involved in that for years now. What have you seen change? I'd love to hear about that before we wrap up today. What have you seen really change? And one thing that I found with personal branding is there's so many places you go and you say what you do or personal branding and people still don't fully understand exactly what it is. Yeah, how do you how do you feel about that, and how do you how have you seen it evolve in the years that you've been running the magazine now? Well, I, I have seen it evolve quite a lot. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I you know because we we sort of like swim in the whole world of brands, so yeah. it's, it feels quite obvious to us and mm. quite. But when I first launched the magazine three years ago, I could feel people knew that they had to have a logo and they had to have a brand say identity mm. um and personal brand was probably something that was for somebody else way up there do you know yeah. Yeah. i don't think they really understood that um that they had to build their own personal brand mm. i mean that's obviously something that needs to be yeah. done with the business so i i've personally have seen quite a big um change in the last three years new new businesses that come in might still be unaware of it but i think any business that's been established now at least you know a few years will understand the benefits of building a personal brand but i still find it and even for me personally you know that building a personal brand you need guidance because um guidance in how to manage that and it, manage the direction in which you're going with it because building a personal brand is not just about oh you know, let me go and do a live on stage and and then I'll have a personal brand I think you need strategy behind it so again think, it doesn't happen overnight either it doesn't happen overnight and and you've got to manage it you've I think if you're 
if you're interested in really building a personal brand, you really need to um, think carefully about how that's going to develop over the years mm. um, and build a strategy around it because then you don't get lost with shiny, you know, <laughs> shiny object. Yeah. I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And all of that's going to help me build my personal brand. But I think the key thing is a strategy. And I think the evolution I've seen over the last three years is maybe um, people realizing that um, without a strategy, um, they're not going to build something that maybe has the impact that they want. No. What do you think? What's no, what? I totally agree. I, I, when I talk to people, I find that they don't understand the impact their personal brand has on their business um, and how important it is in growing their business or how important they are as the face of their business. Um, that still baffles me how some people can't quite see that really. They'll think about it, like you say, as their font or their logo. I've definitely seen more of an acceptance and an understanding of it. I think people feel that it's self-promotion and it can be a bit boastful. And then mindset comes into play a lot with people feeling like I can't do that. I would be showing off if I do that. And who am I to do that? And I think to build a powerful personal brand, you have got to learn to put that aside. So it's not just about working on the business strategy side of things. And I'm going to show up and do this. A lot of it is working on your confidence and your self-esteem as well. And that belief in yourself that you can show up and you are that person with that experience who does what you do. And then, as we've said earlier, standing in your own ground and having your own opinion as well on things, I think is really important because if you watch anybody who has built a really powerful personal brand and stands out from the crowd, which is a term terminology you hear me use 20,000 times a day it's because of all of those reasons and because they've differentiated their set themselves from other people not necessarily because they're doing something wildly different from somebody else but just the way they do it and I think that's what people struggle to grasp people try to blend in more than stand out yeah. but I do think that as we are moving forward, people are understanding more because we're hearing the word personal branding more and more and more as we go forward. And, you know, the mindset is is definitely something that everybody will, will mm. especially at the start of their business. But, yeah. you know, when I launched the magazine, I really believed that because I was launching a product based that I could hide behind the brand, you mm. know, yeah, uh, I never set out to be the face of the brand. Nice. Uh, I wanted to be, yeah, like a, a business brand, <laughs> and I could just stay behind, you know, working in my pajamas, designing my magazine, yeah. you know. Um, and you know, a year within the first year of the business, I realized, well, actually, that's not going to help me grow the business. Not in my this industry of no. of entrepreneurship. It's like I've, people want to see who you are behind the brand. They're more interested in in you than the actual business itself so the mindset i've had to work a lot on that as well because uh and then and it was a little bit scary to begin with because i think i had no real idea or strategy of what that actually meant mm. how do i go about it so so therefore you stay in that fear bubble of oh, i don't want to show up because yeah. but i think as you work on that strategy as you work with and 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 get the help of professionals like yeah. yourselves because mm. because um and be guided to go okay well this is where you could go this is what makes you unique and then have the 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 professionals to help you figure out where's your uniqueness and where's your 
um, your your special your specialness that you can then mold that into something really exciting, and and as you work through these through that, then the confidence will naturally grow. I think it does, and I think out of feeling uncomfortable comes comfort. If that makes sense, we all know you know anything can feel difficult when we do it no kid and to use an analogy we've heard a thousand times again no kid gets on a bike and can ride it straight away you know they fall off a number of times and it's the same with us we've got to get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable and i have to say i've had some moments where i've felt really uncomfortable in reaching out for certain things or going on stage for the first time you know on a big stage which is frighteningly scary you know it might seem to people that you're you know, but you're not inside you've got to build yourself up to it um but have i let that hold me back no and that comes from the passion and that has to come from within you as well and i think when you've got that passion for what you're doing it does drive you through but i think feeling uncomfortable is something that you have to get used to as you're growing and building your personal brand and your business as well otherwise you're just going to stay in the same place and don't yeah. be too much of a perfectionist as well. No. That's another thing I, I've had to uh, yeah. <laughs> fight against because I'm I am a little bit of a perfectionist. Mm. And um so putting something out there that for me isn't yeah. Or, what I say done is better than perfect sometimes. I probably you probably agree with me here. I have a little bit of a oh I'm not sure about that done is better than perfect because coming from the world that you that we do, um, we know that so certainly when anything goes in a magazine or something like that then it's got to be perfect but you know what if you make a spelling mistake in a social media post the world is not going to fall off its access because of it um if people judge you because of that that's down to them but you know you've got to be you but i mean i would always say try and get try and get things right <laughs> yeah of course, of course. <laughs> i mean first draft of things are never never the thing to send out or something or another mistake i've made is working have you ever worked on something late at night and think it's a masterpiece and then you look at it the next day and like, <laughs> yeah. what was i doing yeah always 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 obviously have a second look but i think if you feel you're ready just go for it because um uh if it's enough that you feel you know it's it's, it's like me like i when I first launched the magazine, it was online and it was free yeah. you know, on the first. And I said, I'm just going to give myself the time that I mm -hmm. felt like, like we we're talking about it earlier on. Like I was overdoing it all on the designs. And like, yeah. But I was like, I knew, I knew I, I had my journey to, to do on, on the design. So I was like, I'm going to, when I feel I'm ready, when I feel the magazine yeah. is the standard where I feel I would just feel proud that it goes to print, then that's when I'll go to print. So I, I had no set date in my head. Um, in the meanwhile, the magazine was free. I was building readership and I was also collecting stats, you know, because mm -hmm. the magazine was for men and women to begin with. Mm -hmm. It was only like six or nine months down the line that I looked at all the stats of who mm -hmm. was interacting with my magazine. It was like 99% was yeah. women. So, um, and then at one point I was like, okay, I think now, I think now the design, the, the look and feel, I think is ready for print. If yeah. it goes to print, it's not perfect because you know that you're always going to keep improving, yeah. but it's not perfect, but it's good enough that I can feel proud 
of it going to, do you know? Yeah, I, mean, I totally like, agree. It's the same yeah. with websites, isn't it? People will say, you know, I, I'm working on my website still. I'm uploading this or I'm working on this. And sometimes you just got to commit to it and go because, you know, what, it will evolve and change. Oh, I mean, yeah. so much has evolved and changed in mine over the years and everybody else's will too. So you've got to get a first version in a sense of your website out there. I think there's two there's two readies here that we've talked about. We've talked about if you're going to submit something to a magazine and you want to read it over and you want to make sure it's the best that it can be. I certainly wouldn't send a first version of something over to somebody from that point of view. However, if you're working on something in your business and you've been working on your website for months and months and months and you're still making the excuse of, I'm not going to put it out there yet because it's not quite ready, there has to come a point when you go, it's ready, it's okay, I'm going for it. Would you agree? Oh, completely. I mean, yeah. I'm my, my, you know, my WordPress is open every day. Yeah. Like every week I will go and tweak something or just, yeah. you know, um, taste change as well and all the information that you need to you yeah. know so for me it's yes get get a get a first website up there with the essential information mm. that people need about you and your business yeah. and after that keep your wordpress open and just keep tweaking and have fun and keep going having fun keep working on it we're, yeah. all, we're all always work in progress i think yeah. both professionally and personally aren't we sure yeah. anyway to end um i would love for you to let people know how they can connect with you where can they find you all right but pretty much everywhere but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um except from uh, tiktok haven't yeah uh... no that's you and me both I haven't... <laughs> that's a whole other adventure isn't it all other yeah. adventures. but no you can find me obviously instagram uh is a uh, is where I have quite a big community. So brand you on the school magazine. Uh, LinkedIn is my personal profile. So Olivia Marocco. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also on Facebook, Olivia Marocco. And then if you want to check out the magazine, you can go on the brand you, brand you um, where you can subscribe or you can buy individual issues um, and you can also uh, apply um, through the website. And I will put all the links to that into the show notes for today as well for you all. But I would highly recommend you do go and take a look and subscribe. You will not be disappointed, I promise. Um, Olivia, thank you so much for being my guest today. We could have talked. I could have carried on talking and talking. We nearly been talking an hour, so this is going to be a long one. But um, thank you so much. I've enjoyed every single minute of it. It's a, it's a passion subject of mine too. It's been a pleasure and a joy to have you here today. So thank you so much. And thank you to everybody for listening. And I will see you again in the next episode. Goodbye for now. Now, thank you for listening today. Just a reminder that if you haven't signed up for Elevate, your personal branding insider from me that lands into your inbox on a regular basis, then you can sign up via the link that I'll leave in the show notes. And don't forget to hit subscribe on this podcast to hear all of the latest episodes as soon as they are published. Thanks for listening.